Welcome to the eighth episode of the Terminus Podcast. My name is Trevor. I'm I'm tipsy again, honestly. Uh, you're you're tipsy and I'm fucking exhausted. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm pretty sure this podcast is gonna lead me to be an alcoholic. Well, I mean, if this podcast leads you to be an alcoholic, what it's gonna lead me to do is have a fucked up sleep schedule for the rest of my life, leading to alcoholism. I don't, I mean, I don't want it to get there, but here we are. I don't want it to get there either. I'm just mad all the time, Trevor. I, I'm just, I don't even know anymore, man. I'm like uh, all sorts of fucking emotions at this point. Yeah, I can feel that. I'm mostly sad and angry. and I mean, that's really no different. I contemplate suicide at least once a day. There you go. So... We got shit to talk about, as always. But first, Jeremy, what are you drinking? Lucky Buddha. I'm mostly on a diet. I've been eating mostly rabbit food for the past... Uh, I think you mentioned that last week. Yeah. How's that going? I hate my life. I made a very delicious meal tonight. Do you want to hear about it? Uh, it it's, it's, it's mostly rabbit food, too, but it's got pasta in it. Yeah. It was... <laughs> it was it was a fucking um like rigatoni dish yeah um zucchini and olives that i had to pit myself which was interesting i never had to do that you've never i've never pitted olives no like not it was like black olives too like usually they come pre-pitted for the most part um if you're a rube like i am um, but it was like black olives, zucchini, garlic, um, fucking peppers, and then like this, it was an Italian red sauce basically. And I hate my life. It was really good. I put I'm some so sad. I put some fresh mozzarella in it. I ate a lot of salad. You know that's fine. Salad's good. No, I love salad. No, it's it's not okay. Anymore. I love salad. This is my everyday diet. Trevor. Yeah. I'm I'm mad about it. I am I'm sad. But I'm losing weight. So I mean there you go. Yeah. Ultimately I drink Lucky Buddha now because it's light. And it's a reminder of everything I don't want to be because look at that fat motherfucker. Do you see him? Okay. Every day I strive to not look like that any longer. Yeah, but the Lucky Buddha is so happy. I mean, you... I've never met, like, a truly angry fat person. You No, that's not true. You've met me. But you're adorable when you're mad, though. Okay, that's still does not negate the fact that I am an angry fat person. I just realized I've met many angry fat people in my life. And you just don't really see them because you're like, oh, it's so cute. Yeah. Mostly, I mean, I just so want to hug them. And so fucking patronizing. I just want to pinch your precious little cheeks. I I'm drinking water because I'm I don't care anymore. That's good. That's the I don't have anything else to say. There's no joke here. You know, you you know what I really want. I I want to go back to the time in June when we had fun. Yeah. What and not okay. I I do want to. I want to clarify that statement by saying I don't mean, like, fun with the podcast, because that's always a hoot and a half. Yeah. But, I mean, just, like, had fun. I agree. Life. Uh, like... Instead of dreading waking up, living in an existential crisis... I don't fucking know anymore, dude. Screaming like, to a god that doesn't exist... That's... And doesn't care. Just for the, the, the fiery end of the world. I mean, I, I'll never shout home, about that. take me home, sweet death. Just take me home. All right. Anyway, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I just, I hearken back to those days, those carefree days mm-hmm. when we did the podcast, and it wasn't, what's Trev going to shout about this time? Yeah. Trev's going to be fucking upset for an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, mostly. And Jeremy's going to laugh at him. I mean, I miss being the Charlie of Terminus podcast. I miss back when we had bits. Yeah. Yeah, and then Jason had to get himself reported to the FBI 
Well, so, I mean, to be fair, Jason was down in Charlottesville for the Unite the Right rally. He was part of the Was rally. he part of the uh, Detroit right wing? <laughs> Fuck. Um, okay, that's hor- the whole thing in Charlottesville is horrible. I do, like, that elicits a kind of almost unexpected laugh out of me. Yeah. That, like, this one tiny group of white nationalists... Ripped off the fucking Detroit Red Wings. And they're about to get sued over it, and too. And, yeah, that's hilarious. See, what's great but, is the Detroit Red Wings only gave me another reason to love them. Yeah. Because I already love the Red Wings as it is. They're not the greatest team on the face of the planet. There's a lot of nostalgia there. Yep. But, damn it, this right here made them the absolute greatest team on the face of the planet of any sport ever. That's true. I don't care what what anyone says. No, nah, it's good. But I just what I love about that is, like, they... Like, that's almost a semblance of creativity. You know, almost. Nazis are not known for being super creative. Like, they're fucking dullards. You did a really good job. Well, a really good job at being mostly mediocre and awful. Yeah. We're going to talk about shit today. Um, I mean, listen. If you've been even closely following the news, or even not closely following the news at this point, like... Shit's bad, you guys. I mean, it's just really shitty. Shit is shitty. Imagine that, Jeremy. Shit is shitty. I mean, I would hate to be shit being pissy. I'm pretty pissy. Gross. Gross. That sounds like diarrhea. Yeah, it sounds bad. It sounds bad. It sounds like some some tubes got mixed up. It sounds like the video that you and I watched earlier. Yeah. That was a good vomiting moment. See, this is how tired I am. I don't even. I have no energy to fight back. I mean, I could pull up the video again. We could reminisce. We definitely could do that. I don't want to do that. Can we not do that? I mean, I I feel like we're gonna watch it again anyway. Can we not fucking do that? I can't make any guarantees. Jesus Christ! All right. Um. Fuck it. We'll be back in a bit. Yep. Welcome back, baby birds. Congratulations on making it this far. That was not a great intro. No, it wasn't a great intro, but, uh, you know, it's it, it happens. I mean, you can't always uh, shit gold. Sometimes there's going to be copper in there. and well, If you have copper farts, this is a bad time. Yeah, it really is. I, I probably do need to let you know that you might have mercury poisoning also. You know what? That sounds like more of a blessing in disguise. Oh, okay. anything I'll, yeah. I'll take it i'll take yeah, that's it that's fair i mean you know whatever huh so so there's some heavy shit going on trevor yeah heavy shit fucking charlottesville charlottesville virginia everybody the home of the unite the right rally that took place this saturday Basically brought all the biggest shit lords in the alt-right community and the the white supremacist community and the, let's just call them what they are, the fucking neo-Nazis. Yep. Um, They made their way out to this town in Virginia and they basically fucking, uh, they wreaked havoc on it. Yep. And, you know, this is kind of funny. Um, This was after the ACLU in Virginia um, said, hey, uh, we know that... The mayor of Charlottesville is trying to block you from doing this here. Um, you know, let's let's go. We're gonna go to court for you, and right. and we're gonna argue on your behalf so that you have your speech rights. Right. Um, and basically, that's what they did. And uh, well, let's just let's just cut to the chase. Uh, Nineteen people were injured. Um, all protesters, just about. Mm-hmm. Um. I really don't give a fuck if any of the neo-Nazis got hurt. Uh, but, fuck them. It's just another uh, piss, uh, a grave to piss on. Well, fucking speaking of graves, unfortunately, yeah. one protester was killed. Right. Uh, so, yeah, there's a fucking body count now in American protesting. Uh, if you go out to a protest and you're happening to protest a white nationalist or fucking neo-Nazi in your area... Um, be very careful, because apparently that's just some shit that might end up getting you killed. 
Yeah. That's where we're at. Heather Heyer is her name. She died of injuries after being struck by a car. Yeah. It it really sucks whenever we live in a time where protesting pretty much requires uh, self-defense training. Mm Mm-hmm. And that that's really shitty. Yeah. Um, but I mean that's where we are, you know. It's where we've been. Like let like let's be honest here. Like this is not new yeah. in American politics. This is not a uh, a sudden development. We're not no. sitting here going, oh my god, people got hurt. It's the first time that's ever. No, that's not what I'm fucking saying though. Right. Um, you know, it it isn't an abnormality for people to get hurt at a protest. That is absolutely the case. It does happen. Right. Um, cops will beat the shit out of anybody who is protesting for what we would consider to be the kinds of social causes and movements that we would subscribe to, um, such as the one that says, simply put, Black Lives Matter. Right. Um, but, Jesus Christ. Uh, surprisingly, very little cop sort of activity at the Unite the Right rally. Very little. Yeah. Almost seemed like they just didn't give a fuck. Um, yeah. Which doesn't surprise me. You kind of wonder how many if, of them were kind of in bed with them, too. Well, that's that's sort of where I was going with that, is that it's, I mean, you're basically talking about a white supremacist organization uh, protecting a white supremacist organization. Was this it is, David Duke there? Probably. I'm mistaken. Uh, who cares? I mean, he probably was. I wish he'd just uh, find himself crucified on his own fucking burning cross. But, I mean, let's let's just fucking, let's think of it this way, though. Um, there were, uh, you, you ever heard of the three percenters? No. The three percenters, they're like this group of, uh, Minutemen. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got, like, I, some of them have military training and shit, and they basically are, like, pretty right-wing, uh, militia folks. Oh, that's good. Yeah, super great. There were a lot of three percenter groups that were like, we are absolutely fucking not going to this. Right. Because it's there are Nazis here. Right. When these people, the three percenters, go, how about the fuck no? Right. You you want to you you start paying attention. You're like, whoa, hold the fuck up! Like this is not. That's in that's interesting. Right. That's a good fucking time. Um, but I mean, they didn't need militia protection because they had the police. Right. Uh, apparently, Richard Spencer got arrested. Good. I mean, fuck him. Um, I wish he would have. Uh, I wish somebody would instead of just punching him with their fist, just punch him with a grill of a uh, of a car. Just just well, punch him over and over and over again until thing, his, his face is just nothing. All right, dude. Here's here's what I'm gonna say. This is a hard no on that because mm. someone already died on that one. Well, I, I'm not I'm not necessarily speaking at that that particular rally no but i'm saying that like somebody already died in this manner and it yeah. was not it, it was one of our people yeah and you know i don't know how to fucking fight this i'll be upfront with you i don't yeah. know how to fucking fight this but i, I really don't want to go down the road yeah. of well let's just use all the same tactics that nazis use Ooh. let's just let's let's use all of the same tactics and all of the same sort of authoritarian trappings but we have different ends so that our means don't really matter right you know uh, that's not where i want to get here well i i don't i don't think i i don't know if i necessarily mean that in a more in, in a extremely literal sense i suppose and yeah i mean you're right it is kind of a, a blue uh comment you know but i i do also look at the fact that without someone like uh, fucking Spencer and uh, fucking Duke and these motherfuckers who are pretty much the the mouthpieces of the current alt right. You know, maybe this wouldn't be happening at, on the scale that it is as we speak. You know what I mean? And that's that's where my concern lies. I guess I don't know. I again, I, there's no easy way to answer this. No. But what I can say is that these assholes want violent conflict absolutely but they want it to attain and retain power right we talked about that before like they they absolutely they they want to win battles yeah so that they can recruit more people 
Absolutely. Because a, an army, a fighting force that can win battles, is one that's going to gain more power. Again, I mean, looking back on, I mean, we, we keep talking about the Nazis. I mean, this is exactly what the Nazis did. You know, uh, fucking literal Nazis, uh, the, the big, you know, back in the 40s. Um, this is what they did. I mean, it was, uh, it was about power and, uh, that's where the, that's what the wars were about. Um, it's pretty much that on a smaller scale, in my opinion. Yeah. It's not a smaller scale. Like, I I think we need to, we have to be very, very, very fucking careful here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't like, oh, it's a microcosm of what happened in World War II. Mm -hmm. The president of the United States, who we've all talked about, who is a giant fuckhead, did not condemn white supremacy, did not condemn neo-Nazis today. Actually, uh, so this is uh, from the New York Times, right? Um, I'm just going to read the, okay, read the paragraph verbatim. In Bedminster on Saturday, Mr. Trump said he and his team were, quote-unquote, closely following the terrible events unfolding in Charlottesville, Virginia, when tried, then tried to portray the violence there as a chronic bipartisan plague. Quote-unquote, it's been going on for a long time in our country, he said. It's not Donald Trump. It's not Barack Obama. You're absolutely fucking right. It's not Barack Obama. Uh, Obama. This kind of shit didn't happen with them. This kind of shit didn't happen until we ended up with someone in office. I disagree. Ferguson, 2014. Well, I don't... No, it's straight up brutal repression of black people expressing their grief that another person in their community was shot and killed by a cop without any sort of recourse. Well, I I, I don't think that... um, that was the start. No, I understand. I understand. What I'm saying is now, the racists didn't feel justified. The racists didn't have somebody who out there not actually holding them accountable for their actions. At least under Barack Obama. And don't get me wrong, not really a fan, right? But here's the thing. If, um, well, forgive me if I'm if I'm mistaken. By the way. I might be mistaken, um, but at least he was able to speak on behalf of the victims in these cases. Am I wrong or am I right? He never spoke on behalf of any victims. He always said it was a terrible tragedy Okay. and that law enforcement is investigating, but there was never any accountability. How am I remembering this incorrectly? I mean, I'm not... Yeah. Not sure. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm in a fever dream. But I, I guess my problem is that now um, it, it does seem like it's been well over 100 days of the same bullshit over and over again. And that that's kind of the point that I'm making. Sure. This thing has been escalating ever since the beginning. And it, it is kind of uh, scary to think about, um, okay, well, we're already here this early in. Where the fuck are we going to find ourselves at the end of four years? I don't know. You know, and God forbid eight. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Um, you know, there's been a lot of hand-wringing about Antifa and yeah. violence that Antifa perpetuates against the poor, downtrodden, alt-right motherfuckers. Yeah. And God bless their souls. Here's, here's what I'm going to fucking say. Uh, Antifa fought with fists. Right. Antifa fought maybe with blunt instruments at most. Right. And they fought in defense of, essentially, freedom. Right. You know, it, it's 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 not even like me trying to characterize them as like a heroic force or any some bullshit. Right. But like these are people who care about black people. Mm-hmm. They care about sexual minorities. Right. You know, LGBTQIA+, etc. Right. Uh, they care about fucking. Everyone wanting to, you know, everyone being able to live their best life. Right. Fighting against people who absolutely want the opposite of that. Right. Um, so on a moral level, they had the moral high ground. On on a, a sort of a tactic level, they weren't trying to 
necessarily incite violence. Right. You know, if they fought, it was, again, fists or whatever they had in their hands. And in defense. Fucking, I don't know how in the world this motherfucker in a gray Dodge Challenger running over protesters Mm -hmm. is somehow proportional and comparable to folks fighting with fists i i motherfucker got a body count yeah on this one yeah and you're telling me and i saw this fucking quote in fact i can read it it was a new york times reporter fucking straight up saying some shit let me see if i can get here really quick um notifications let me see so Cheryl Gay Stolberg at the New York Times said, a few wrap-it-up thoughts from Charlottesville. One, striking how many white nationalists were young people, almost entirely men. Two, the hard left seemed just as hate-filled as the alt-right. I saw club-wheeling Antifa beating white nationalists being led out of the park. And three, among my unanswered questions, police response. Why did things get out of hand so quickly? Could violence have been prevented? Um, again, you're taking folks with clubs and you're comparing them to a guy with a car running people over. Fucking, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. How is this comparable? It's not even close. Like, there's a proportion of violence here that's completely fucking off. Yeah. Um, this is the shit that I'm talking about. But what, what, here's, here's the whole point of this. Um, there is not going to be a de-escalation of this right you know these these fuckers these white nationalists these nazis right are terrorists right and and i don't mean that in the sense that like we use that you know there's like this nebulous term that we use to describe muslim people right um or fucking chair decals um i am literally talking about People who are marching right. to strike fear in the hearts of the population. Right. They are striking they're trying to strike fear in um, the the hearts and minds of brown people, of gay people, of trans people, of fucking anyone who isn't like them. Anyone yeah. who's not white, anyone who isn't fucking the classic ideal of an Aryan asshole. Right. Uh, these are fascists. Right. And they are trying to gain power, and they did a really fucking good job of doing so today. Yeah. And if you if you think that it's because Antifa bullies, so to speak, um, were even at any point responding to their bullshit, you, you this is... It's fucking incredible. I can't even. I can't even think about the the mental leaps that you have to take to get to this point. At, at 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 where we're at right now, I don't know how the fuck we got here. Um, but all of that is to say, uh, it's not going to get any better. No. And we need to figure some shit out. I absolutely agree with that. I mean, here's my shit. Tell me your shit. I've seen too many people that I ally with become victims at the hands of these people. Through the doxings, through the body counts, through the, the acts of violence. I mean, it, this isn't okay anymore. It, it, was, it wasn't it was okay the first time, and it's definitely not okay now. It's not okay um, that you can justify being a complete piece of shit to another person and and your only justification is well it's Trump's country now that's exactly how fascists think yeah that's exactly how this works it's Trump's country now I'm not going to sit here and tell you for a single second that I believe Trump is Hitler I, I think that that comparison's been you know, made enough. But um, the effect 
that he's had on people. The way that people feel so justified. Like, it's weird to me that Jeff Sessions is able to come out and actually demonize the, the white supremacists, but Trump himself won't. And I'm pretty sure at this point he knows it's because of the fact that that's a very large group of his voter base. Yeah. I mean, that's my shit. So I want to just uh, – this is a fucking remarkable article from ProPublica. Uh, A.C. Thompson, um, he's a uh, staffer at ProPublica. He's on the team uh, for uh, that's doing a lot of work on something called Documenting Hate. Um, he writes, There is nothing haphazard about the violence that erupted today in this bucolic town in Virginia's heartland. At about 10 a.m. today, one of, one of countless such confrontations, an angry mob of white supremacists formed a battle line across from a group of counter-protesters, many of them older and gray-haired, who had gathered near a church parking lot. On command from their leader, the young men charged and pummeled their ideological foes with abandon. One woman was hurled to the pavement, and the blood from her bruised head was instantly visible. Standing nearby, an assortment of Virginia State Police troopers and Charlottesville police wearing protective gear watched silently from behind an array of metal barricades and did nothing. It was a scene that played out over and over in Charlottesville as law enforcement confronted the largest public gathering of white supremacists in decades. We walked the, the streets beginning in the early morning hours and repeatedly witnessed instances in which authorities took a largely laissez-faire approach, allowing white supremacists and counter-protesters to physically battle. Officials in Charlottesville had publicly promised to maintain control of the Unite the Right rally, which is the latest in a series of chaotic and bloody ra uh, racist rallies that have roiled this college town, a place deep, deeply proud of its links to Thomas Jefferson and the origins of white, uh, I'm sorry, of American democracy. Well, I almost said white supremacy, also the same. Right. Um, but the white supremacists who flooded into the city's Emancipation Park, a statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee sits in the center of the park, had spent months openly planning for war. The Daily Stormer, a popular neo-Nazi website, encouraged rally attendees to bring shields, pepper spray, and fascist flags and flag poles. A prominent racist podcast told its listeners to come carrying guns. Bring whatever you need that you feel you need for your self-defense. Do what you need to do for the security of your own person, said Mike Enoch Painovich on the Right Stuff podcast. And the white supremacists who showed up in Charlottesville did indeed come prepared for violence. Many wore helmets and carried clubs, medieval-looking round wooden shields, and rectangular plexiglass shields similar to those used by riot police. This... This happened. This is some shit that's like, I would imagine this being like Cold War or World War II era propaganda, like in the U.S. Like, this can happen in your town. Um, and then like them showing like Nazis marching on fucking any town USA. Right. Uh, that's fucking what happened today. Yeah. Only it's not a joke. It's not a game. It's not, it, it's not a propaganda material yeah. for, you know american imperialism or whatever the fuck right. it's literally happening right yeah um i mean it's like i said before i've i've been terrified of the right for i don't blame you shit before this piece of shit took office mm -hmm. like i don't even know what to do with it anymore like I really don't like. I I do sometimes kind of wonder exactly where the war zone ends. It's like I said, I I I fear where we find ourselves in the next forty eight years. I I really do. It's bad. Yeah, we're already bad enough this early in, and uh, there's no sign of light at this at the end of this tunnel. Nope. And uh, I mean that that's why, you know. At the beginning, you said that you're you miss having fun. Mm 
I really do. I do. Um, I I I miss not questioning the ethics of a person based off of a political party. I miss not being able to equate a person based off of their voter history to this large mass of people that are very actively doing horrible shit to one uh, to others. I, I miss living in a world where, or living in America that I guess some offered some sort of semblage of being able to be free without the fear of physical violence or even at this point death. And that's terrifying to me because this is the family that my family is in. This is the, the, this is the age that we all live in. You find yourself siding with the wrong side. You could find yourself in a hospital bed, or you could find yourself for someone that you love dead. Ladies and gentlemen, seriously, and I, I mean this with all, with all sincerity, if you find yourself in a position where you want to be on the sidelines supporting or even in the streets, being vocal on behalf of the underdog and those that you love, please consider some form of self-defense training. We've got enough of you passing away, finding yourself injured, finding yourself in some really horrible fucking situations. We can't lose any more of you. Now, honestly, I would recommend if if you are looking to um, do something like self-defense, like learning how to carry yourself and handle yourself in situations that may be hostile. Um, there are groups in your community. Um, I know there are groups that definitely here in Oklahoma City um, and elsewhere that offer sort of concealed carry training. Absolutely. From the Or even just sort of open carry training from the perspective of um, you're someone who wants to stand against white nationalism. Yeah. Um, you want to make sure that you're protected, but you're not actively looking to kill somebody. Right. Um, groups like Redneck Revolt, groups like the John Brown Gun Club, um, these f- groups can help learn or help you learn how to handle firearms, uh, how to um, handle yourself in a situation where you need to defend yourself. Um, and they will help you sort of make sure that we aren't in situations where we're going to end up losing you. Absolutely. And again, it's like John Brown, uh, John Brown gun club, um, redneck revolt, pink pistols. If any of those groups are in your area, look to look to see if they're taking new people Absolutely. because it's going to help you out in, the, in, in, in the long run. And here's, here's sort of what I would like to say just sort of at the end here. Um, you know, I think my persona on this podcast is I'm kind of blustery and I, I, I'm a big talker. Yeah. Um, you know, this shit does scare the fuck out of me. And it, you know, we called the, the Nazis terrorists and they're winning, you know, they are fucking terrifying. I am terrified. I am fucking frightened all the time. Yeah. And what I want to just try to do with this show and what I want to make sure that everybody understands is I don't want you to feel terrified by listening to this show. No. That we're not trying to scare the shit out of you. This is not Alex Jones' program. Uh, this is not trying to sell you something or make you believe in fake bullshit um, or you know try to make you look at the world and go... Oh my God, I'm terrified. Um, I'm fucking terrified. Absolutely. I don't want you to be terrified. But at the same time, you know, there, we are going to have to have some very real conversations. Yeah, yeah. In the end, um, our baby birds, for those of you in the streets, for those of you cheering from the sidelines, from those, for those of you sitting behind a keyboard, for those of you manning a mic, for those of you 
lying under the woodworks, waiting for your time. The Terminus Podcast salutes you. Alright, welcome back. Uh, fuck. So, aside from the white supremacist shit, uh, other shit that happened this week, or last week, was the president of the United States threatening war, and not just war, but at least in one case, nuclear war against two major foreign powers, uh, the first being North Korea, the second being Venezuela. Good. So, good. Yeah, That's great. That's one I didn't even A know plus. about. Yeah, this is good. Uh, yeah, we were talking about, oh, we should probably wait until it develops. It developed. Um, yeah, basically, uh, our president... Okay, no, excuse me. The president. Shithead. Your president. Their president. The big old turd bucket. <sighs> threatened countries with war. You know, it, like I'm not a big fan of North Korea. We had a we talked about North Korea a little bit in the first and then episode. Cut it. <laughs> we did cut it, but basically, North the idea is that North Korea is shitty. Yeah. And fuck anyone who's like supportive of North Korea. But yeah. Uh, let's let's be clear here, right? Like nuclear war, bad idea. Um, also really horrible that the that this asshole did this on the anniversary of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. Uh. You know, widely considered to be the most disastrous man-made catastrophe ever to be unleashed on people. Yeah. You know, horrible stories about radiation. Horrible stories about what the bomb did. Um, there is a, there's an animation of the bomb dropping and exploding. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's an anime, quote unquote, but it's it's hor- it's horrific. It, it's are we talking about grave of the fireflies no it's not grave of the fireflies oh. um there there's like a short anime i mean the 80s or 90s that's like uh about the same level of quality as akira yeah um and with the same level of gore like they just showed it to you that sounds absolutely horrific. i watched it one time and it fucked me up. I can understand and, why. I mean, fucking Grave of the Fireflies was enough for me. And yeah. it's not even that graphic. It's just no. fucking soul-crushing. It's... The the use of atomic weapons should never be on the table. No. North Korea, for all of the shit that we talk about, Kim Jong-un and everybody, um, they are tactical enough to know... Not to fire their first nuke off. Right. But you damn well know that they are going to fire a nuke off if we fire one at them. Right. And my shit is, whether it's Guam that ends up getting destroyed. Which, by the way, the biggest bomb that they've ever seen was ours. Yeah. That's a fun fact for you, ladies Mm -hmm. and gentlemen. But anyway, uh, whether it's Guam that gets leveled like a fucking parking lot, or it's the West Coast doesn't really matter no the fact is you cross that threshold into just straight up using nuclear weapons can this president this asshole that you you fuckers have elected with that with no impulse control pretty sure no object permanence yeah um do you think he's just gonna stop at one no i mean literally nukes are like pringles to this asshole once you pop you just can't stop I mean that's that's anything involving power. I mean, really, I just look at the the missile as just a extension of what he wishes his dick was. Oh, gross! Anyway. I mean, I, let's be real about this. I mean, this really is just a big dick measuring contest. Well, I mean, he's also threatening Venezuela with like, oh, hey, get your shit together. Or we're gonna send troops over to you. Yeah. Like, good. Yeah. Yes, that's what we want. We yeah, want that really to good happen. Fucking job fucking a anyway I, I i'm already against the next war i uh i it's it, whatever the fuck happens i'm absolutely against it, it it's going to result in, in lives lost and and a crushing death toll that we have that it, it's too much yeah it's too much and i i fucking hate it yeah um and that that's the scary part like i, I don't i don't want to think about what a potential body count looks like I really don't like. 
I mean, like you said, we've lost enough. We've lost enough. We've lost like, enough. The world has lost enough. I mean, fuck, the Middle East is in shambles. Yeah. And and I'm I'm talking about middle parts of the Middle East that technically speaking were never involved directly in US wars of aggression. Yeah. Um still fucked up. Yeah. By the forces that we've unleashed in that region. I don't really want to see that happen in East Asia. Yeah. I don't want to see that happen in South America. Yeah. I don't want to see that happen anywhere. I would rather it not fucking happen. No. I mean, ultimately, this is just... I don't know if uh, you can sense it, listener, but I mean, honestly, this is a very stressful um, episode for either one of us to really yep. get through. You know, like, the shit that happened in Charlottesville was enough for me. Uh, the, the episode today was going to be based around um, just this one very specific topic. That was the ultimate goal. The Charlottesville happened. And uh, I've battled too many of my own personal friends over this. Yeah. I'm losing friends over Whether or not it's this. okay to be a Nazi. Yeah. That's not even an argument that I should even have to have with a person unless you're a literal Nazi. There's no other reason that I should have this conversation. And in that case, I wouldn't have it. This is... I just don't understand why at this point we can't just agree to exist and exist only. Again, going back to our discussion on last episode, why are we the way that we are? Why do we believe what we do? I believe what I do. Because I believe no matter who you are, if you're on this planet, you have a right to exist. The caveat to that is with you having that right to exist, I'm miserable. <laughs> and um, I know Trevor's not feeling too hot right now either, you know? No, I'm exhausted. Like yeah. I said, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. You know, sleep schedule wise and also just like yeah, this whole day has been yeah. bullshit. Um as far as Trump dropping bombs, like, let's be fucking real here. He does have that power. He will use it if he is tempted. And that is the the fact that we are counting down from, um, you know, is it a question of if to is it a question of when? Yeah. I can't. It's I fucking hate this conversation. I just don't want to think about how many of my friends I have to say goodbye to, you know. How many of those that I support? and It's a heartbreaking thought, man. It is. And this will probably fucking develop, so we'll talk more about it later. But I really have no further interest in nah. carrying this discussion on. No. Not at all. Baby birds, we're back. We're going to talk about not so... We're going to talk about one good fucking thing that happened this week. One fucking good thing. There you go. I just don't even want... Like, we're going to rip this band-aid off. Please do. Kesha released her album. It's good. It is so good. It's fucking good. It is so fucking good. After all the shit she went through, that asshole... Yeah. Whatever the fuck his name was. Doctor whatever the fuck. Uh, Doctor Phil. Doctor Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Phil sounds Phil. good. <laughs> Uh, fuck, I'm gonna, get a, right. I'm gonna get a message from Dr. Phil's lawyer, like, hey, you slander Dr. Phil. I'm like, no, I fucking got his name wrong. I did not touch that young lady. I never met her in my entire life. That We acknowledge that. Yeah, we acknowledge that Dr. Actual Phil. Actual Dr. Phil didn't do this. Down. Also, you don't know who Dr. Phil is. No. I could be referring to anybody. That's absolutely right. I, I know way. a Dr. Phil. You, not that Dr. Phil. Not <laughs> any fucking way. You know what? Kesha released an album. It's fucking good. Yeah. Everybody, I have no. I, there, I don't even have any other recommendations this week. Like uh, Downtown Boys released an album. Okay, cool. It was fine. I don't really care. Uh, I mean, their music is revolutionary, etc. But like, Kesha released her album. Yeah. It's her first album in like seven or eight fucking years. Yeah. And it's her it's first album that is not being produced by this asshole yeah. who controlled her entire life. And just destroyed her emotionally and sexually and physically yeah. and every single fucking way you can think of. Yeah. 
Um, and there's so many songs on the album about that. Like you could kind of hear the pain, but you can good. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, like, even with all the hurt in the album, you can still sense the uh, hope. She is so pissed off. Yeah, but she is ready to go. Yeah, like absolutely. there is an there is a corner to turn, and she yeah. is turning the fucking corner. And there and god damn it. And and I mean, there's two songs on there where she collaborated with the Eagles of Death Metal, so I can't even and complain both on of that. Them are good. Oh, they're fantastic. I mean, in all honesty, like it reminded me of uh, what was it? Warrior? Is that what it's called? I think so. I think it's called Warrior. Um, where she collaborated with Iggy Pop and she collaborated with the Strokes and um honestly it's a little bit like that like i mean mm-hmm. she works really well with other bands that are completely outside of her genre of music you know um and th- the thing that kind of caught me off guard with the album was there's a lot of country there's a lot of country there's a lot of funk yeah like the, she does uh i think one or two songs with the dap kings yeah those are very good fucking songs i think there's one uh just one is yeah she does one with dolly parton yeah that's pretty good yeah I no, mean, it, the entire album's fantastic. It's, it's very, very, like, there is there is a genre of country music that I do like. Yeah. And it's it's mostly, it's like Hank the Third, kind of like Hank Williams the Third. Uh, unknown Henson. Um, fucking, you know, just sort of like these outlaw country folks yeah. who... And Unknown Henson. Yeah, Willie Nelson even. Mostly unknown Henson. Yeah, I know. You're you wanted this is the one person. Yeah. Um, but at any fucking rate, it's like there is there's just almost subversive nature of, of her album that it's like it it, it it's so angry mm-hmm. and it's so like ready to fucking explode at any moment. Right. And I haven't heard this in an album in a very long time. I, I've listened to punk music since I was fucking 15, 16. Yeah. I've listened to so many different bands try to replicate the angry, young, and poor formula yeah. that every other band replicates. And it's been a fucking minute since I've heard an album that t- takes its rage and channels it into something that sounds good. Right. And, I, and I'm not saying like, oh, it sounds really well produced. And it's like, no, I'm talking sounds fucking good well and you know the really cool thing about it is and i think this is one thing that a lot of people really don't give kesha enough credit for um kesha she was never just a standard pop artist yeah like the entire purpose of her of her being an artist in the first place was actually for the sake of satire like she (laughs) dead serious like she she started making music to make fun of the hipster culture like the party hipster culture um, even down to the dollar side in, in her name, like the entire thing was a total rip on, uh, modern and fucking, uh, bourgeois, uh, hipster bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it wound up until warrior as she kind of dropped the act and made kind of an honest album. Like it, it, it was a really good album. Um, I know that you haven't really listened to much of it. I haven't. Yeah. But, um, I highly recommend you do. Because, like, seriously, if you never cared about the party bullshit, um, and out of context, I don't see why anyone would. But there is a true genius in what she did. And uh, whenever she came out with Warrior, um, that was a pretty honest album. And it was pretty raw in comparison, too. Highly recommend it. That's fair. Yeah. But another thing that a lot of people don't realize is most of her biggest influences in music were punk rock bands. Yeah. Like, uh, from what I understand, she was a really big Crass fan. We keep bringing Crass up. In oh, the show. God damn it, Crass! Yeah, but I don't even like Crass that much. I love him. I know you do. Like you have, like we've talked about that. We yeah, talked about it last week. Yeah, favorite band. Um, but yeah, she was a big Crass fan. Um, I think she was also really big into the Damned. That um, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, there were. There I were could just, see her. Yeah, I could see her getting. Down Lady like, Gaga's the same way though. Like she's really big into like Broken Bones and shit. Like I, I could definitely see Gaga being more of a fan of like horror punk. Yeah, yeah. So seriously, don't don't let the fact that Kesha is a pop singer put you off on her. Like seriously, if you've been sleeping on her, and the only thing that you know about well, her is like we are who we are. Can we can we rephrase that? If you've been sleeping on her, <laughs> on her music. There we go. There we go. There we go. Um, seriously, uh, go back, give it a chance. Yeah. 
and really try to listen to it in context because like i said what she did in my opinion is absolute fucking genius um i have nothing else to add and i don't oh. know if you have any other stuff actually yeah i do I've well, got I've got three albums that came out that I've well, got. Well, hot talk about. diggity damn. Yeah, go for it. So the first one um, is by Milo. Uh, it's called "Who Told You to Think." Okay. It is hip hop, but it's like right. chill as fuck. Now the reason I'm putting this on here is because I, I don't know that I'm like a super big fan of this this album mm-hmm. overall. But Bus Driver is on it, and I fucking love Bus Driver. Okay. Um, so, Milo, who told you to think, there you go. If you want something kind of chill and uh, hip-hop, there you go. The next one, Trevor, I told you I've been pretty angry for the past week or so. Yeah. This album has gotten heavy fucking play with me. Okay. And, man, has it felt so fucking good. And keep in mind, I don't even like this band, typically, but I love this album. The band is called Controlled Bleeding. Okay. The album is called Carving Songs. Right. Now, what Carving Songs is, it's a, it's pretty much a remix album. That's all it is. This is a noise band. Okay. It is noise. But, um, man, the this particular album, though... It's so fucking raw. It's metal as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not just mixing... Typically, they do, like, electronic shit, right? But, man, they went fucking metal on this album. And, like, these songs turned into straight-up, like, like, almost industrial metal. Okay. um, Without actually being industrial metal. Mm -hmm. Like, but it's a long-ass album. It's highly recommended. Please go listen to Controlled Bleeding Scarving Songs. If you just want to vent out your fucking rage, that's your album. Okay. The next one, though, this one's kind of heavy for me. So, coming up, one of the first bands that got me into, like, uh, kind of the the pop-punk realm, I guess, uh, or even the melodic hardcore realm, Mm -hmm. um, there were two bands that I listened to that really introduced me to... No, three uh, bands that really introduced me to it. Um, one of them was Bad Religion. Sure. One of them was Lagwagon. And the other was No Use for a Name. Of those three, No Use for a Name was by far my favorite band. Right? Um, they were just so fucking good. Like, Bad Religion have music I don't like. Um, mm-hmm. Albums that I don't like fucking lag wagon they've got songs that you know i i can't say that they've got a bad album but they've got songs i don't really care for as much right sure i can't say that for no use for a name they've never written an album that or, or recorded an album that i did not like right so as of july 31st um tony sly the lead singer for no use for a name he he, he passed away five years ago right as of july 31st and that was a really bad day. Uh, that was the day that I was like, shit, I'm never going to meet this guy. I'm never going to see this band. And that's not really something that I put a lot of emphasis on. But this guy, he pretty much shaped me uh, in far, as far as my music was, uh, musical tastes were concerned. Well, they just released a, a compilation. Um, it was uh, uh, Rarities, Volume 1, The Covers. Right? Man, the, this... this this compilation is so tight. Um, there, there were um, Misfits covers on it. There was, uh, oh shit, what what else was it? Off the top of my head, I don't remember. Uh, Turning Japanese is on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Enjoy the silence. This, uh, that that was actually a really good one. For some reason, Badfish was covered. Why? So I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not too big on that one, just because honestly, I'm not a I'm not a Sublime fan, but. You know, whatever. Um, the Munsters theme. <laughs> and Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. Oh my we're God. also covered on this. But it's 13 tracks, 32 minutes. Um, you know, if you are a fan of No Use For A Name, honestly, 
you're, I might you know check it out just for that fucking turning Japanese cover. Yeah, it, it's good. tight. It's tight. Um, but I mean, if you've never listened, no use for a name. You just want something that's a little more familiar sounding. God damn it, Jason. Jason, boo boo. Fucking, this is your one chance to get your life right. Yeah, we've given you other chances. This is the last one. Whenever you get out of federal prison for being of course. a fucking Nazi. Yeah. Check out No Use for a Name, please. Also, if you like this album, why not go for Me First and the Gimme Gimmies? There you go. I mean, just stay away from No Effects, like I said. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Me First and the Gimme Gimmies is about as close of an approximation to No Effects as I can give. Yeah, and it's only because Fat Mike's in it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I mean, outside of that, I mean, you've got Dude from uh, Swingin' Utters. I think. I think a member of Foo Fighters was in it at one point. That's a weird realization. <laughs> you caught me mid Why? Fucking. Why is this the second episode where I'm talking about the Foo Fighters? I don't know. Like I like them. I, I don't like, like the them Foo that Fighters much. Um, I don't. I don't know what's going on here. Crass is every episode. That's fine. Foo Fighters now too. I am literally dying. I realize we haven't talked about nipples in a while. Can't. I'm falling asleep. Have you ever heard the nips? Yes, I have. Or the nipple erectors? Yes, I have. It's good stuff. It's fine. It is fine. It's okay. It's all right. It's just, it's a-okay. You're a good person. I'm trying so hard. Anyway, um, that's going to do it, I think, for this episode. Do you have anything to add or finish out with? Um... Because I don't. I mean, go like, check out renegaderadio.net. Okay. Go download Kevin Moan and the Reptiles at kevinmoanandthereptiles.bandcamp.net. Uh, find us on Facebook somehow, Instagram. We're not, I mean, you know how to use the computer at this point. Terminus Podcast with Trevor and Jeremy. SoundCloud might go belly up at some point, so that might be a platform we may lose. Who knows? Fine. That might be a thing. All I use that for is to share shit. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. Whatever. Uh, uh, Waffles? <sighs> oh, shit, that's right. You know, this whole episode was supposed to like include the waffles bit. We'll yeah. talk about that next week. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Fuck it. Uh, at any rate, uh, I have been Trevor. I'm Waffles. Fuck. Uh, This has been the Terminus Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and leave us a like or a review on iTunes. If you like the show, share us with your friends. Do whatever you're going to fucking do. I'm going to go home. Jeremy's going to stay at his house. No, I'm going home with you. Oh. We're cuddling. Okay. Good night, baby birds. Good night.